and welcome to Holistic Brain Changer Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie. I'm so glad you were here. In this podcast, we are going to talk all things mental health. As someone who has struggled with depression and anxiety over the years, and also a healthcare professional who has seen the ins and outs of mental health and how it's treated, I knew the traditional treatment wasn't for me. So I have been determined to dig deep and find holistic ways to treat mental health. So follow along as I share tips, tricks, research, and just some real life stuff and situations along the way in hopes you can take control of your own life and discover the best version of yourself. So let's go. So I totally skipped recording a podcast last week. Avery has been sick, still kind of sick. If you hear her in the background, it is because she's sitting in bed chit-chatting, crying, talking. I don't even know. My husband's in there. So, but I was like, I need to record a podcast. So I'm like, take care of her. And as I'm recording this, it's like 10 o'clock. She should be sleeping. She's not. She's such a turkey, but obviously she's feeling a little better if she's chatting somebody's ear off. So, but anyway, as I'm recording this, it is May, which is mental health month. And I was trying to think of like all the things I could talk about, about mental health. But I think what I, what I wanted to talk about, what kind of just like keeps kind of sitting with me is that like your diagnosis does not define you. Like you could have depression, anxiety, bipolar, ADHD, like what, whatever diagnosis you have that affects your brain, know that it does not define you. It may be a part of you, of who you are or how you are, but like it does not define you. And God, sorry, I can hear my daughter just screaming. Um, this is probably gonna be my entire podcast. You'll hear in the background. Um, but like we we get so caught up in these diagnoses of, well, I have depression, so I can't do XYZ. Or I have anxiety, so I can't do X, Y, Z. And that's simply not true. And I think a part of that is, is we're making up these stories in our head to make ourselves feel better. And I'm not like knocking your diagnosis, right? Like, cause it's real and it's there and it sucks, right? But we also need to realize that we can overcome this And that it may be hard or difficult, but it's not impossible. And I think sometimes it's just the easy way out to point the diagnosis, you know, point at the diagnosis and, you know, make up excuses because it seems like a legitimate excuse. Like, well, you know, I have depression, so it's hard for me to get out of bed or I have depression, so, you know, I have a hard time working out because they don't have energy or, or whatever, or think of anxiety. Like, you know, if you're on the side of like debilitating anxiety and you're like, I'm afraid to leave my house because I'm afraid to go out in public or, mm, sorry. Or if you have like the high functioning anxiety where you're like, I have this to do, I have that to do. Like you're constantly on the go and you never slow down. Um, and you, we're like using these as like a shield kind of, kind of almost like our armor. Like 
we are, you know, we have this diagnosis and it's an end all be all when it's not. And I want you to think about that as, you know, you're going about your daily life. Like, are you letting your diagnosis keep you from living a fulfilled life also? Um, because just because you have depression or just because you have anxiety, it doesn't mean that you still don't get to live a life that you want. And I just want you to be mindful of that. If and when you're making excuses, like, are you using your diagnosis as like your excuse? Like, oh, because I have depression, I can't do this or it doesn't work for me. Like, I want you to be open to other possibilities or even like calling yourself out on your shit. Like, I'm just using this as an excuse. And then I also wanted to talk about normalizing asking for help. It's okay. It's normal. And there's nothing wrong with you. Like, I think it's brave as fuck that you ask for help. Like, because a lot of people don't. And I was one of those people. Like, I didn't ask for help. Honestly, I was in denial for, like, a long time. I was like, I don't have depression. Like, no, no, I don't. But then, sorry, I'm tired too. Um... And I mean, you know, I didn't like go to the doctor and I don't go to therapy, like whatever. But the fact that like I had the balls to be like, oh, this is depression like that I'm dealing with. Right. Um, I still think is huge, like because I think a lot of people think like, well, if I if I don't identify with it, like I don't have it. Like, that's not true. And so I just want you to know, I think it's brave that you ask for help, that you admit that you have, you know, depression or anxiety or any kind of mental health diagnosis. Um, because I think there, there's still just a stigma around it. Like, you know, people are, that like have depression, like people still like make fun of people that have it. And quite honestly, it's, it's fucking bullshit. Like we don't make fun of people that have heart disease. We don't make fun of people that have COPD, right? But like, oh, because you have depression or anxiety or some sort of mental health illness, like it's, you know, we have to make fun of it or we don't think it's as big of a deal or like, or whatever society wants to think about it. And so know that you're brave and you're strong as fuck for, you know, coming out with your diagnosis because I know it's hard and you're not alone there's there's so many millions of us out there that struggle with depression and anxiety and you're not alone and I think that's also important is that the more people that come out and are being you know transparent about their diagnoses and sharing their stories can help other people that are maybe afraid to or in denial or 
you know, they need help and they don't know where to turn to, I salute you for being vulnerable enough to share your story. That's why I shared my story was because I, I wanted to help people. I wanted people to know that they weren't alone, that it's not an end-all be-all. Like, you know, we are here to help and support and be there for each other. And I think that's just super important that you know that. Um, and you can heal from your depression and your anxiety and your mental health issues. And it's not, it's just not an end all be all. And I think that's something that is fantastic and hopeful for a lot of people that there's, this is something that we don't have to live with forever. And I mean, for me, I think my, my depression is more debilitating than my anxiety for sure. Like, cause I consider myself to have high functioning anxiety. And so like, I'm the go, 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 do, 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 never stop, never slow down. Um, and that does wear on me if I don't, right? Like I do get to burn out, but when my depression is like bad, it can be really hard to get out of it. And it, it takes a lot of being aware of what I need, what, what am I not doing? What am I not prioritizing? Um, 99% of the time it's just like my health in general, right? Like I'm not getting enough sleep. I'm eating bad. Um, I'm not exercising. Sorry, I'm really tired. See, I need sleep. And so I think, you know, when we're having these bad bouts of depression and anxiety, we need to be aware of what is like what is contributing to these bad bouts and flare-ups what can we do for ourselves to help control it and or you know get it under control to where it's not debilitating us it's not affecting us so negatively and you know I want I also want to preface this that like sorry very good you know healing from it doesn't mean that it can't come back if we're not taking control of it and we're not focusing on what we need to focus on I mean for example like when I was going through my depression when I first realized it and I you know was kind of like pinpointing like what was contributing to it and you know I was working on fixing these things even now like now that I know if I don't get good sleep as I continue to yawn um it is like without fail like I will have a depressive episode but I think the cool thing about that is I was like I know this now so like when I go you know when I'm going like days on end with no sleep like when my daughter is not sleeping because she doesn't feel good and 
all the things like I know that it's coming and so I can almost be like all right tonight I'm going to bed early I you know what I mean like I could set myself up to hopefully get some sleep and so just be aware of like certain things that are causing your symptoms and then what can you do to change that or to control it or fix it so that you're not just stuck in the episode of your depression and your anxiety but I just want you to remember your diagnosis does not define you I'm going to hop off here because I'm going to go to bed because I'm tired and I need sleep. But I want to thank you for being here. I really appreciate you. If you love this episode, please leave me a rating and a review. And tag me. Share this with me. I appreciate you. I love you. Have a good day. See you next time. Thank you so much for listening in. If you loved this episode or just felt like you could relate, I would love it if you shared it to your social media and tagged me at coachstuff underscore M so I can thank you. And remember, if you change your mind, you can change your life.